As the days count down on the advent calendar, it's getting nearer to Christmas and the excitement is on the edge. Cards have filled the desk, presents are under the tree and the turkey is in the freezer. Merry Christmas one and all, I'm Graham Bell and it's time for the Winnell Sports Week Christmas Podcast. And before you start, oh yes it is, we've got loads of special Christmas treats for you, including the gifts to look out for this Christmas, the responses to last week's Christmas quiz, we haven't forgotten our roots though, as Eric joins us for part two of Inside Bison, and we've also got a preview to some local football action, all coming up on the Winnell Sports Week Christmas podcast. Is that the longest introduction I think I've ever had to do for this podcast? Indeed it is. Welcome one and all to the Winnell Sports Week Christmas podcast. First of all, it's going to be a little bit non-Christmassy, but it's very exciting news for all of us here. Many thanks to those of you who signed up to the Face Group. Any other listeners that wish to get in touch with us, go to Facebook, type in Winnell Sports Week podcast in the search, and join the group to keep in touch with the show. But that is possibly not the most exciting news of this week, because this is the most exciting news this show will probably ever see until the day the tipster gets a tip right. We are live on iTunes. Yes, that is correct. You can now subscribe to the show on iTunes and have the podcast downloaded straight to your computer every time an episode is made available. Fantastic news, I'm sure you'll agree. Just search for Winnell Sports Week Podcast on the iTunes Store search And a lovely picture of me should come up. Nice little treat for you before you subscribe there. And it's no longer an issue having to click onto the site every week to hear us. You'll get it straight onto your iTunes, straight onto your computer. You can take it with you, listen to it on the bus, listen to it on a train. Just enjoy the show where you want to go. Now, just to repeat from last week for you, there is no university action now until the new year. I hope all the sides are resting up to be ready for the second half of what is surely going to be a successful season for Winchester Sport. I'm pleased to say there's been a huge response to last week's question as sports people as Christmas characters. So rather than picking the top three, we've decided in the spirit of Christmas, we're just going to read out all the entries that we got. We're not going to name people because there's just so many of them. Let's begin with the Ugly Sisters. We had quite a few for this. Peter Beardsley and Ian Dowie. That's a good shout there. John Aldridge and Ian Rush. And Gary and Phil Neville. That's quite cruel, that one there, I feel, at the end there. Father Christmas, we had two chances. Harry Redknapp went for a few Spurs fans there, I think. But Barry Fry was a surprising choice for that one as well. Scrooge, Arsene Wenger, never likes to spend any money. A bit surprised by that one. Must be another Tottenham fan getting through the uh, the minx there. Widow Twanky, we've gone for Wayne Rooney, apparently, the listeners. Um, it's quite a good shout, I feel. Very interesting. Now, I'm not sure really if this one was a Christmas character, but I thought, spirit of Christmas, let's see what we go with. And it's Oliver Dimitar Berbatov, because he's always wanting more. Thank you very much for all your fantastic suggestions. There'll be no questions now until the new year, because basically I don't want you to have a month to prepare for what you want. So let's have a look and see what Eric had to say ahead of the Christmas break and this weekend's game against the Cardiff Devils. Now this interview 
the one that you're going to hear in a minute, was recorded before the game on Wednesday against the Nottingham Panthers. And you can find his reaction to that game, which they lost 3-2, on our website right now, a video interview from the game. However, I started this week's interview by asking him about growing up in Canada and what made him want to play ice hockey. Canada, it's like, uh, ice hockey's like football over here. Uh, ever since I think I was probably about four or five, um, I started skate. I started ice skating, and and the hockey's just it's just the way of life. After after school, if my kids over here they play football. We we play uh, road hockey or hockey in the streets. And every day, as I can remember, as, as young as I was, I think maybe like six, seven, eight, just growing up outside. And we it'd be great in the winter's time too, because the snow banks would build up, and you have the snow banks on each side of the road, and you know you'd, you'd hit your buddies into the into the snow and all that stuff. So, but it's, it's just the way the way it is, and there's a there's an ice rink on every you know in every town and, and it's just uh it's just fun it's the like i said it's the culture there and and that's that's what people do and and people are passionate about it and it's just uh it's a great it's a great game it almost sounds like dreamy like was it a dream for you to be a professional player as you were growing up um yes and no like i never i never really thought uh thought how far how far i could make it um but when I was about uh, 13 or 14 in the in the in the minor hockey system, you know, you try out for the the top team and you get cut. And if if you don't make that team, you get cut. You can go to the second team and the third team. And my when I was I think I was 14, I got cut twice. So I was on playing on the third team, and that was the first time I ever been cut. And and to get cut twice in in the same, you know, it was pretty much in the same two weeks. Uh, you know, it, it was I was like, oh, I don't maybe it's not for me. And I was uh, I was I was probably you know just a, a minute away from just quitting and you know whatever this is not for me you know guys are guys are better than me but uh, my parents especially my mom she told me to stick with it and uh, you know sure enough the the next year I made I made that the top team and it just kept progressing and I was I think I like to think I was a late bloomer and uh, you know here I am. <laughs> 20 years later 20 it's still playing still playing the game professionally and it's definitely it's definitely been a dream and I'm I've enjoying every bit of it who did you look up to as a player as you grew up um play, player wise I, I not not so much I don't, I don't know when you're a kid you always look at look towards the you know the goal scorer the top guys you know all the, here's Wayne Gretzky Lemieux all those kind of all those kind of players but now that I'm actually uh I'm a defenseman and all that stuff, and and I my my I pride myself on the D zone. I like to I like to look at the unsung heroes of uh, of teams, and my favorite team being the Ottawa Ottawa Senators. Uh, I like the Anton Volchenkov. He's a you know he's a rough, uh, rugged, uh, solid defensive defenseman who you know blocks a lot of shots, and I just try and uh, try and mimic my game after him. So he's one of my one of the guys I look up to. I won't mention the Anaheim Ducks success the other year <laughs> than against you. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's funny, you talk about your mother having advice for you. What yeah. advice would you give to any youngster who wants to get into the sport? Well, that's it. It's, it's obviously, like any, any sport, you just got to gotta work hard. And uh, to be to be successful and to, to have a career in it, it obviously takes a lot of uh, a lot of commitment and a lot of uh, sacrifices. And you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to, you know, forego going out with your friends on, you know, on Fridays on the weekends and stuff like that. And it's just, it's just part of, uh, part, part of the, part of the game and part of a sport that, uh, you need that commitment and determination. And, and it's all, all comes down to, I think it's hard work and that's, that's what will get you to the next level or games. 
you, your final game before Christmas is you travel to Cardiff, and it's something Kevin Wright describes as a fishbowl arena. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was it like playing in those arenas compared to playing at home? Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely one of the smaller rings. I think uh, Cardiff and Manchester are two two smallest uh, smallest smallest ice services in uh, in the UK. Um, yeah, it's definitely you know stuff happens a lot a lot quicker out there with the you know the you get the same amount of same amount of body size on the ice, but you know it's the the area is a lot smaller, so guys will be running into each other a lot more, and just you gotta you gotta make your decisions a lot quicker, and and uh, yeah, it's definitely it, ma- it makes for an entertaining game. I think you know a lot of few big uh, big bodies colliding and stuff like that, but. Yeah, it's just one of those things where you got to be uh, you got to be thinking a lot quicker and, and on your on on your toes. With the festive period, Carl, how are you going to keep a degree of professionalism within the squad rather than indulging in the festive activities? <laughs> well, that, that's it. But we guys after Sunday, you know, we have uh, we have six days off and then we play again on on Saturday. But you know, guys, it's a break is always imperative. You know, you need to you need to relax and unwind. And I think. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully this break, whatever, will rejuvenate guys, and uh, you know we'll get uh, we'll get our heads focused on the on the second half of the season. But yeah, definitely over the break, you know, you got to be with your friends and family, and uh, forget about hockey. I think for uh, for that time, and just uh, you know, just focus on, on on yeah, like I said, your friends and family, and just be ready to play, uh, ready to come back for uh, for Boxing Day, and get ready for training, and then you know go back at it on uh, on Saturday. Just finally, what's your Christmas message to everybody out there? To all the fans, uh, th- thanks for being uh, such loyal and supportive, uh, supportive people. Without uh, without you guys, they're definitely the the Bison would be would be in trouble, and we we owe a lot to you guys. And uh, hopefully, we'll uh, we'll pay you back with some results on the ice. If you're ho- looking for hockey relief over the Christmas break, then make your way to the Basingstoke Arena on Saturday the 27th of December for the game against the Hull Stingrays. Tickets are available from the Arena box office on 01256 355 266. You can buy them on the door. Just come and make yourself heard. Highlights of that game between the Bison and the Nottingham Panthers will be made available on our website on Saturday. This is because it is being shown on Sky Sports Friday night. And we've also got a little bit of an announcement. We were able to have an interview with someone who really doesn't need much of an introduction to many ice hockey fans out there. And his interview will be available on the website next week. Yes, Mr. David Sims took time out from his Sky Sports presenting to give us an interview. And it will be available on the website next Monday. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but Christmas is a lovely time of year. Especially when you get those presents from your family. But just occasionally... The rotation of socks, shirts and books grows a little bit thin. And as as, you, and as well as it is for me, trying to buy stuff for people in your family, like your mum really. She likes Strictly Come Dancing, she might like Dancing on Ice. Just get her the DVD, it'll probably put a smile on her face. You haven't got one mum, don't worry. Just occasionally though, there is a sporting present for us all out there. So here are my top three sporting presents for this year, just in case you've still got that little bit of shopping to do for that special person in your life. Sportinggifts.com seems a very obvious place to start, but I was attracted to TFC. I'm going to let that linger a little while, but I tell you what it is. What do you think it could be? TFC. Mm, is it something for Tottenham fans? No, it isn't. In fact, it's a teapot labelled with T T E A F C on it. It will cost you twelve ninety five, and will go down a treat for any football fan who loves a brew or watching their team on the TV. And let's face it, TFC can never let you down in the cup. 
Oh dear, the jokes get worse. You could tell the Christmas crackers came out early this year. Now I was thinking back down the years of some of the great Christmas presents that I was lucky to receive. And one stuck in my mind. Sabutio. Yes, how many hours did we spend as young kids flicking little plastic men round pitches? How jealous were you of your friends when they got the stadium and the floodlights before you? Well, there's a little treasure trove of a website called sabutioworld.co.uk. And it's got everything you could ever imagine. No longer will Reading have to wear the same kit as QPR and Mawson, whatever that other team were. They have their own personalised kit. But what I didn't know before going on this website was the number of other games that Sabutio actually created. Now, I know they created a Sabutio cricket, but Sabutio rugby, Sabutio table hockey. And yet this one's taking me by surprise as well. I'm still trying to work out how on earth this would work. Sabutio angling. Fantastic. That almost has to be brought just to see what it's like. Seriously, if anybody owns a version of the rugby, the hockey or the angling, Email in and tell me what it's all about. It Seriously, I'm really looking forward to hearing about Sabutio angling because I just, I just have visions of fish being flicked around a pond at the moment and it's sort of, I'm just sort of surprised by it. Right, finally, let's take a look at something a little bit more serious. Now, we've all had those dreams of scoring the winner for our club in the cup final against our biggest rivals or meant or we've dreamt of ripping through the middle order of Australia's to win the Ashes, well, DevotedToSport.com comes up with a perfect gift selection for us. Radio commentary. Yep, that's correct. Radio commentary. You give them the few details, and you'll receive a commentary of your chosen moment. What an incredible gift. So I, I was sort of sitting there thinking, well... What would mine be? And it sort of sounds something like... And it's Bell making the run down the right. He cuts inside the final man. We're in the dying moments of the FA Cup final here at the brand new Wembley Stadium. As Bell shimmies to the left and opens up and he blasts it into the top corner. Take that, Southampton. Graham Bell is the hero for the Royals as they lift the FA Cup for the first ever time. I could listen to that all day long, really, if I had that created for me. That cost you £29.95. takes them five days to create. But I tell you what, that would be a great commentary gift for you all out there. So there's my Christmas gift selections. Email me with what your sporting gift selections would be, as well as what you actually got for Christmas from the sporting world. I want to know those little bits of memorabilia that you received. Remember, the email address is sportsweek at hotmail.co.uk. Right, time to have a little look forward on all the local football action. And the Saints are hoping that the turn of the year will see them rise up the league as Matthew Burrell looks forward to this weekend's games. Southampton this weekend aim to put an end to their recent poor form against Nottingham Forest at St Mary's Stadium. With both teams struggling at the wrong end of the table, a win in this fixture is vital. For Southampton, Jan Portfleet is boasted by the return of Ollie Lancashire, although long-term absentee Michael Svensson looks set to miss out. Midfielder Morgan Schneiderling is still struggling with a hamstring injury that forced him off last week, and Andrew Sermon and Adam Lallana are both likely to feature despite speculation around their futures at the club. Reduced ticket prices have led to a record attendance for this season being predicted, and a lively atmosphere guaranteed, and with both teams stuck at the wrong end of the championship, three points on Saturday will provide a massive lift for the Saints. Basic Stoke Town have a busy Christmas period coming up. Here's Jake Atkinson with the games to watch. 
Over the Christmas and New Year period, Basingstoke Town have five games, with the final game being the highlight as Wrexham visit the Camrose in the FA Trophy on the 10th of January. It will be the first time Wrexham have played in the FA Trophy after their recent relegation from the Football League. However, the festive period starts with Basingstoke Town taking on Hampton and Richmond away in a Blue Square South clash. Hampton, who are currently third in the table, will be looking to keep pace with leaders Chelmsford and second-placed Eastleigh who are the opposition for Basingstoke in a double-header with the town hosting Eastleigh in their final game of the calendar year, Leinster in 2009 with the reverse fixture. Two days later, Welling United are the visitors who are just outside the playoff positions and will prove another stern test for town but will take heart from a credible one-all draw early in the season. Then of course, Basingstoke will turn their attention to the intriguing visit of conference-side Wrexham. Check out Winchester News Online throughout the Christmas break for the latest news from the Camrose. Right, we're drawing to a close now and the tipster is already on his Christmas holidays from all those winnings he's collected this year. He's spending Christmas underneath the stairs. In the last week, his tips for Liverpool came close. The England cricket team, however, were defeated in a surprise one where he predicted a 1-0 series victory for England and Becky Adlington failed to grab the sports personality of the year. But don't doubt your fans, the tipster will be back in the new year. He's, he's getting a few form books for Christmas mainly from some of the viewers, I'd imagine. So that's it from us all here until after Christmas. Many thanks for this adventure we've been on. It's been long and rocky, but it's been great. The Win or Sports Week podcast will be back in January, but we'll we'll be producing a podcast every so often called Any Sporting Questions, Take Fighting Talks, Add in around the horn, and multiply it by pardon the interruption, and you have Any Sporting Question. And I've just got one final word to say to you all before the Christmas break and it was a quote that someone told me the other day when I was feeling down snow is falling all around me children playing there having fun it's the season for love and understanding Merry Christmas everyone time for parties and celebrations of people dancing all night long or time for presents and exchanging kisses Or time for singing a Christmas song We're gonna have a party tonight I'm gonna find that girl underneath the mistletoe We'll kiss by candlelight Room is swaying, records playing While the old songs we love to hear Oh, how I wish that oh, every day was Christmas. Oh, what a nice way to spend the year. From all of us here at the Whittle Sports Week podcast, we wish you a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Don't forget to tune into any sporty questions. Sign up to us on iTunes. But most importantly, enjoy your time. Until the new year, take care of yourself. We're gonna have a party tonight I'm gonna find that girl underneath the mistletoe We'll kiss by candlelight Snow is falling all around me Our children are playing, having fun It's the season for love and understanding oh, Merry Christmas, everyone Oh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Who oh, now Merry Christmas, everyone.
from all of us here at the Widow Sports Week podcast, Merry Christmas! <laughs> <laughs>